you know, just recently I was reading a passage from Thich Nhat Hanh that really just opened up my eyes to so many things. You know, he, he says, we have a tendency to think in terms of doing and not in terms of being. We think that when we are not doing anything, we are wasting our time. But that's not true. Our time is, first of all, for us to be. To be what? To be alive, to be peaceful, to be joyful, to be loving. And that is what the world needs most. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Embrace Life Boldly. Thank you so much for being here, for listening for continuing this podcast to keep it going. I can't tell you, I'm just so grateful for all the comments everybody makes and and the gratitude that they give me to be able to um, just just give. Uh, That's really what this podcast is all about. I'm just trying to give out what is going on. Um, So I have my dogs in the background here. So if you hear some barking, that might happen, but that's okay because that's life. And really, this this episode, I really wanted to celebrate Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, and for my listeners who are not familiar with him, he was a Vietnamese Buddhist monk, founder of the Engaged Buddhism movement towards like the West. Here, he was a teacher. He was an activist um, who who was basically leading people towards a life of mindfulness, joy, and peace which is exactly what I'm doing here. And there are so many passages, so many quotes, so many books that he has um, given us his wisdom. And I really specifically want to talk about one of his books that really just changed my life completely. And some of his quotes that resonate so much that it allowed me to, <laughs> to be more mindful with joy and peace. And so I just want to share that here with you. And again, um, Thich Nhat Hanh was, you know, such a, such a beautiful soul. And I just want to celebrate his life here. And so one of his book, um, it's called anger wisdom for cooling the flames. And the main reason why I picked up this book was because I had a lot of anger. (laughs) I mean, no doubt about it. Um, you guys have heard my childhood, you have heard my past, you have heard, my military experience, my PTSD, all of that. You guys know what it's all about. And for the new listeners, please, you know, if, if you want to, you know, know how to overcome so many struggles, listen, go back to episode one, listen to it, find your way out. Like I did. It's been truly amazing, but his, his book on anger, you know, it not only changed the course of my PTSD, but it literally gave me tools to create a more peaceful frame of mind which uh, allowed me just to calm the fuck down, right? (laughs) I was so heightened all the time. And so, you know, the biggest thing that book taught me was that we must respond instead of react. Um, And most importantly, um, it allowed me to say, yes, I do have PTSD, but it doesn't control me, right? It doesn't it doesn't, it's not on the forefront of my mind. I know it's there, uh, just like any emotion. We know it's there, but I choose, I have learned how to choose not to allow the uh, emotion of anger to resonate so deeply with inside me that I'm losing my mind. So, so that's just one part of the book. You know, there's in, in that same book, the anger, he wrote about, um, the concept of we are what we eat. 
And even though he did not coin the phrase, (laughs) um, but he does bring up the thought of how anger is into the food we eat and, and how sometimes the food we eat can cause anger, uh, to, to come up in us. Um, you know, and, and just understanding the energy level that everything has energy, right? Everything absolutely has energy. And so he discussed about how the food we eat becomes the energy we consume. And he was explaining in the book that, you know, some nowadays, some most chickens are raised in large modern farms where they cannot walk around, right? They're just stuck. They can't run. Um, They don't find their own food in the soil. They are given food by humans. They are manipulated between day and night. uh, So that way they can produce more eggs. And they're pretty much, they're just trapped to stand all the time. And I just want you to think about that for a second. Just imagine yourself in that position, right? And how angry you would be. Now, Thich Nhat Hanh discusses that any type of environment, right? The type of environment those chickens were in, we can only imagine how angry, frustrated, and pointless of life was for them, right? So when the chickens are, you know, slaughtered and processed, all that anger still resides in them. You know, it's... um the food is there, that energy is with them. Therefore, by consuming those chickens, you know, we take in the energy they had. And the explanation of this concept of we are what we eat truly opened my eyes and defined for me, not only what I was consuming, but it also played a role in my own anger. You know, after I ate too much or after finding myself emotionally eating, you know, I, 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 I began to know that it wasn't just about what I ate, right? It could have been cookies. It could have been, you know, (laughs) chicken. It could have been a salad, but how I had, I really had no appreciation for the food that I was eating. I, I, I didn't really give it any thought, right. Um, about the process that food goes through, um, and how much I was consuming and how that was affecting me. So, I began to identify the food I was about to consume. I asked myself if I required or desired this food. And then I would just absolutely give thanks to the beginning of the process. Whether it was an apple, I began to thank the person who put the seed. I began to thank the person who bought the seed to put it in the ground, that gave it water, that picked it from the tree, that washed it off, that put it in. You know, I mean, you guys get my point. I began to think about and be thankful for the food that I was consuming. And, you know, this allowed me to slow down. And so for there, the slowing down helped me not overeat because each, each time I took a bite, it was one of those things where I was very mindful of what I was consuming and how much I was consuming you know, now, and, and again, I'm human, right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm having a human experience. So it's not all the time I do that, but I would have to say a majority, you know, 80, 20 as always, right. You know, think about what you're eating. Think about, you know, where it came from. Think about, we have that gratitude. And so when he talks about, we are what we eat, you know, it's definitely in a sense for me that I want to have good loving energy everywhere I go and to be able to release the energies from whatever I'm consuming and, and have that gratitude help me out a lot in, in my battles with food, um, my years of battles with food, you know, so I relinquished that from me. I released it from me. Um, 
And then, oh man, his lectures on mindful breathing, oh, was like out of this world for me, you know, for the longest time, most of my life, when I would get mad or angry, you know, recognizing, watching it, my anger just, wow, right? Um, and I would just project it to the people that who were around me. And, you know, and I understand that most people are like, you know, they'd be like, just breathe, just breathe. And really, all I really wanted to do was flip them off and say, fuck you. Like, you have no idea what I'm going through. Like, to understand for me just to breathe. Like, what is that, you know? Cause you know, breath is breath, but mindful breath is what ignites a different way of thinking. You know, it turns that negative into an affirming thought and, you know, really all he is asking to do in this lecture was to be mindful while you're breathing. And as you breathe, you say in, right? Like in the breath is coming in. And as you breathe out, you say out. <laughs> and imagine the emotion of anger or whatever emotion you're going through, you know, whatever you're feeling to be inside you and let it, let it in and then just let it out and doing those exercises and utilizing that as a tool helped me gain control of my anger. It allowed me to know that it's not about not having anger. It's all about managing the anger. And, um, now I can allow it to show up and be in me. And I can also allow it to flow through me without projecting it onto myself or others. And it was uh, one of the greatest things. And I use it all the time. I mean, like I am breathing in and out <laughs> all the time, which I'm sure most of us are, you know, but the mindful breathing is extremely important to a healthy, joyful, peaceful life. Um, and oh man, there's this one other one, um, you know, and I have to say, I never really thought about it until he said it, but it, uh, he calls it, um, caring for your baby anger. <laughs> and again, this is in the book, uh, the, his book on anger, but caring for your baby anger. Um, you know, if you think about it, just as we, you know, if you're a parent or a guardian, or if you have animals or whatever, you know, when the baby begins to start crying or whomever, you know, starts to start getting, uh, upset, you know, you pick it up, you soothe it, you check a diaper, check the food, check on the things that the baby might require. And no matter what, um, the baby needed, even if it didn't know what it wanted, right. Even though sometimes babies just don't know what they want <laughs> or toddlers or animals or, you know what, we just don't know what they want. You know, we still love the baby, uh, is the most important thing. You know, we must do the same with our own anger, our own emotions. Um, the moment it starts to get, the moment our, emotions and feelings begin to get, um, you know, fussy, <laughs> you know, to not Han would say, you have to abandon everything that you are doing because the most important task is to go back to yourself and take care of your baby, AKA that's the anger. That's everything else that resides in that. So, you know, and this analogy, you know, just basically gave me the courage to break free from all the tantrums I would throw when I was angry. I mean, geez, so many tiny, so many tiny little things. I made mountains out of a molehills, you know, just silly things. Like it's one of those things where you're like, what am I even arguing about? You know, you just don't even know. And so <laughs> now I take care of my anger like a baby when it comes up, instead of shoving it down further, um, you know, I, I, I tend to it, you know, and this is where a lot of my spiritual awakening began, you know, 
those concepts all come from the book of anger. And I highly recommend it if, if you are someone or if you know someone that um, struggles with anger and struggles with emotions and struggles with those things. And so um, last but not least, I just want to share a few quotes that I literally, literally live by, um, you know, and I want you to like take them in, you know, and um, re-listen re to this if you need to, pause it to write it down. I'm going to try and say it as slowly as I can so that way you can really hear what I'm saying. Um, and so uh, here we go. Um, this quote, this quote I'm about to say, uh, guided me into a fully authentic life. I mean, truly, you know, now I, you know, and, and it's one of those things where it's like, I can live authentically, um, by understanding this, this quote that he has. And so his quote is this, now I see that if one doesn't know how to die, one can hardly know how to live because death is a part of life. And, you know, for me, that just meant I was not living life, really. I was living my emotions. And now I live life because I understand that everything is a process. Everything is the same as it is. Death is just the, just the same as living. And so if we're able to understand that someday it's going to happen, then we have two choices. We can either sulk in our misery and be the victim, or we can live a life that is equal to the same as our own worth. Right. And, um, yeah. All right. So here's another one. Every one of us has the seed of mindfulness. The practice is to cultivate it. And I think that's really true. A lot of people get so stuck and like, they're like, Oh, this always happens to me. I'm always in a rut. I'm always, I'm always, you know, I'm always getting the rough end of the deal and things like that. But you know, everybody has a seat of mindfulness, you know, it's up to you whether you cultivate it and practice and, and begin to have something of a routine and, you know, shift habits to give you the thing that you need for mindfulness. You know, he reminds us to keep going, to stay in an outlook that brings forth all we ask for. And I mean, really that's, that's how, what better can you do for that? You know, that's all in us. We just have to remember. <laughs> hmm. Okay, guys. Those are just a few that I had, and I would love to hear if any of you have some fave quotes by him or have a book that resonated with you. Share it with us. You can put it in the comments here. Uh, you can either you, you can either email me if you like. It's coachtammyward at gmail.com. And, um, you know, just begin to, if you can, just take a moment and, and celebrate a life that gave this world so much joy mindfulness and peace. Mm, I love it so much. And, you know, as always guys, if you're looking to finally live a life like that and finally move in a direction to cultivate the things you want in your life, you know, reach out. That's what, is, that's what my mission is all about in life is to bring the same mindfulness, joyful and peace to others as he did. And so, yeah, celebrate yourself, celebrate. Um, all right. So thank you so much for being here um, with me and celebrating an amazing human being. I appreciate you guys listening. Share this with others. And as usual, until next time, keep loving, keep growing, and keep embracing life boldly. Thank you, my loves, for being here with me today. I hope this episode serves you. And if you got that pull 
to say, I want to learn more about this. I want to start shifting. I want to start transforming. I want to transition my mindset and energy. Go to my website, www.coach-tammy.com. And that's Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y. Again, guys, if you are ready to invest in yourself and to begin to live your best life, go to my website, www.coach-tammy.com. There you can book a session. You can book a free consult. You can just get a hold of me by email and let me know what it is that you need. It is my mission in life to serve you. So start today.